With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay. Pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) Penguins. Oh, (laughs) Why did I say pigeons? I'm so tired. It's a joke. Pigeons, right. Yeah. Okay. Are we, are we cool. just tired every time we do this? Yes. I think. Yeah. We pick the greatest days to do Shout to do podcasts. The pigeons. My yeah. team. <laughs> the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh pigeons. pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I would 100% support those guys if they were a team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Penguins are still quite cute animals. So, um, right. You're saying pigeons are cute? <laughs> no, penguins. All right. I'm so confused. Pid- I like pigeons too. I think they're chill. You like especially the fat pigeons. ones. Who likes pigeons? The ones that just waddle. You mean like you know? wood pigeons? Yeah. Like, like the ones that are oh, in the yeah. countryside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Like, not like city pigeons I mean, that are like rats with wings? Yeah, well, rats with wings. Yeah, they're disgusting. Yeah, they I, mean, they're, I mean, they carry about 500 diseases, I'll give you that. But no, I just think some of them that are a bit fat, a bit waddle around, a bit, a bit banter. What about the know? ones that have like lost it, limbs and are a bit like they You just kind of like run after seen, them and you're like... <laughs> they've seen things, you yeah. know? You know those ones that are like hobbling around, they, they've got like... They look like they should have a cane under one wing and yeah. they're like... They beat up the smaller pigeons for like <laughs> seeds. Are you a pigeon watcher? Is that, is that, is that it? Okay. Uh, I don't like pigeons that much. <laughs> got into like a trash can and found some like needles and shit. Yeah, and exactly. Got, got exactly. Like, some pigeons are like nasty. Pigeons. Let's, let's sort yeah. that out. Well, that's the banter done. Yep. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> okay. Now, introduce everyone. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the uh, WCF1 podcast. Uh, welcome to Jess's new hairstyle. I think that's the first thing to to say. You know, it's a different colour. So uh, you know, so just a three-word review. Just, yeah. Welcome to Jess's hairstyle. No, Jess's new hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Uh, Jess, new, new new hair. New new you. Yeah. I just wanted to be ginger. Is this a transitional phase or is this the end colour? No, no, no. This is pro- I don't know. I just literally got bored and decided to dye my hair. So Tommy's next. Tommy's next week. Yep. Japanese Grand Prix. What are you going to do? Just white with a red. That would get, be... it, get it in the comments. Get it in the comments. We'll find out. <laughs> okay, top comment gets uh, Tommy's new hairstyle. If this podcast gets X amount of likes on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. How many likes? Yeah. How many likes? How many likes? Your Japanese flag. How, is many, your... how many likes would it take for you to do that? Absolutely. N- just. I'm <laughs> not, I'm not dyeing my hair a stupid colour. Even, no. even if it was like wash out dye. Even if it was wash out dye. Just for the podcast. We dye it for the podcast and then we get it rid of it. Please. <laughs> we have a, a shower million. in the office. You need a million likes. Yeah. No, come on, let's do something like realistic. All right, 267,000. So every subscriber has to like yeah, this video. Yeah, okay. There we go. Every Perfect. Subscriber. Cool. And uh, my hair's naturally going white, so that's fine. I'll be there for in probably three weeks. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So I'm Matt. Yeah, you're Tommy. You're Jess. We know that by now. Um, Jess, moving to you to a uh, shout out to a fan. Yes. Just want to give Ashlyn from Holla. Alabama... Is uh, is one of our fans. I know you watch the podcast with your dad every every time we release one, and we just wanted to say thank you so much for watching from Alabama. So, um, and hopefully, we help you be F one fans. So, nice one. Thanks for watching. We that should yeah. be our tagline. We help, we help you, you be F one fans. fans. I don't know if we do. Because sometimes we talk a lot of... We, like, I mean, we, we are negative 97% of the time. No, I don't think we're negative 90. I mean, <laughs> we spent the first five minutes talking High about 90s. pigeons, hair colour. Are you fans of F1 now? <laughs> cool. Okay, so let's dive into the race, the Russian Grand Prix, that thing, mm. not pigeons. Um, 
I'll start with my race review because uh, there's there's some heat, there's some there's some boxing gloves. I'm hoping somewhere because uh, my three word race review was Mercedes were wrong, and uh, we have uh, <laughs> just. Jess is uh, there with, uh, with looking looking at me. Um, we have some uh, fans coming as well. At Dane doing stuff. Bottas got robbed. Ray Hanzerega underscore screw team orders. Acro.vince. Mercedes, please stop. Castro44. Team orders suck. And Bruno... I am about to say Bruno Saliva. That's not it. Bruno Ass Silver. <laughs> Mercedes Dirty Tactics. Yes. Yes. Mercedes were wrong. I, I Yeah. I was sat there. I'm not saying that I don't understand why they did it mm-hmm. i completely understand that i said that on ibr as well internet's best reactions that you know mercedes you know i understand why they did it It was completely logical but i still think it's wrong for the sport it's bad for the sport you know it's, it's bad for fans that are just watching um and there's many other implications such as you know the betting and stuff that come in but that's not really what i care about so much it's more just the spectacle uh so i was you know quite upset to see with how the championship is at the moment that mercedes would uh, you know Put a, put a team order in such as that to to kind of really stamp Bottas right into the ground. He hasn't won this year, um, and considering his luck, you know, he should have potentially been still in the championship fight. He wasn't then, and then oh god, that team radio right at the end where he's like, "So uh, guys, uh, you were uh, you thinking about maybe you know changing?" No, yeah, no. I think the worst thing about it was the fact that Bottas genuinely thought he was going to get the place back, and I think. I think that was how they they kind of messaged him. It was yeah. like he's under threat. For me, I I'm the same as you. I agree that I understand why they did it, but I didn't like how they did it, and I think they should have just been flat out. I I didn't like the fact that they lied because I feel like they definitely lied saying Hamilton's tires are blistering. I think that that was just a little rubbish. Three Lu- track, and that's Lu- kind of Lewis, why Lewis did come on the radio and say I've got blistering, and you could see by the end there was a big blister. Although you also saw Vettel like. Kicking, kicking car. the car to amazing. try and find the blistering that had appeared. I but love how that's allowed. You can just kick Formula 1 cars. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, sure. But I think they should have told him just... They should have had the conversation before the Russian Grand Prix, re- realistically, or even halfway through the season when Bottas is at him and say, look, you're a number two driver <laughs> now. You're not... You yeah, know, you're a, you, you he are He needs now. to know because Our he slave. clearly thought he was getting that place back. Mm. I just... I think that... The situation changed mid-race because so my three-word race review is Mercedes were right. So I, I and I again I agree with you guys in that I don't like the way they went about it, but ultimately it was it was the only choice that they had to tie up this season and mm. to absolutely guarantee pretty much that both they get the the they get the drivers home in one and two, and Lewis gets the world drivers championship so it's yes it wasn't a nice thing to happen but ultimately team orders are part of f1 and you can't complain about it i mean you can you can you can say that it's 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 a crap thing in f1 and we've spoken about other rules and regulations that we're not happy with but ultimately it's down to the fia and farm to decide whether that ruins the spectacle of f1 it's not really down to us so we can't start complaining about a tactic that teams can use if it's in the if it's in the rule book because yeah it's perfectly legal it's now. perfectly legal yeah. and it did guarantee that they got a one two now obviously there's the whole yeah but did hamilton really have blistering could they still come have come home in a one two if they hadn't have put lewis first then you know the season might be a little bit more alive than it is now because i mean a 50 point lead with 
five races to go is like it's over really it's pretty much over well, we said that about the Rosberg and the Hamilton and then Hamilton blew up at Malaysia so you true, never know true um, that is true um, I guess that's that's going in Mercedes uh, thoughts as well if yeah. they, they, they could you know, it could happen Hamilton himself lost a 17 point lead with two races to go when with, it was and that Kimmy. was when it was 10 yeah. points for a win as and well. 10 points for yeah. a win it can happen if Hamilton you know breaks his leg on a jet ski with two races to go and the Highly gap likely. was 47 points instead of 50 <laughs> like <laughs> it's be, very good point they've got know. they've got a two dnf race buffer now so lewis hamilton can blow up his engine and not finish for two races and he can still win the championship which like again like if you're a purist or if you like you want to see the race or sorry the season go down to abu dhabi which i think we all do i think every every f1 fan wants to see yeah it decided on the last race of the season. But when you're looking at it from the team's perspective, and F1 is a team sport, um, it's how quickly can we wrap this up? Like, how, how, how can we guarantee that this is in the bag? And we saw that they'd already cocked up Hamilton's race strategy Mm. by not bringing him in when Vettel came into pit, which meant that he was a massive, massive, like, setback. And obviously Vettel got him. I mean, the move on Vettel was like very, very good. It was pretty decent, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, in their minds, when they're playing out strategies, they're thinking, crap, Lewis could come home fourth at this rate. Do you think they could have done it through. better? Do yes. you think there, there's a, a way they could have done it well, better? You, because yeah. th- I think the, the thing that got people so butthurt is the fact that Bottas was in the position and he pulls over to the side of the track and pretty much stops and he makes it so obvious, and that's what people hated you, about the Massa Alonso yeah. one. That it, you've seen it in the past where people have swapped in the pits, or yeah. look at Kimi, they kind of disguise the they fact just, that they're better yeah. is faster yeah. than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just thing. leave him out for 40 laps on super, super <laughs> yeah, soft tires exactly. and so forget they, about they it. They do it a bit more subtly, so maybe they could have done it, and but you, I guess they were in an awkward position. You could hear, even when like when Toto came on the radio at the end of the race and like was like, well, obviously we'll speak after. He stumbled over his words. He clearly hadn't quite, and like figured out in his head what he could say. Mm. And you saw like when cameras panned to him uh, in the garage, like he looked really anguished. Like he looked like you just asked whether he wanted to save his mum or his like or somebody else you yeah. know like <laughs> <laughs> great don't, don't say yeah. that yeah. or like some like he like the biggest horrible decision yes, of his life yeah, yeah, yeah. like gun to head who are you gonna say yeah yeah and um so yeah I, d- I just think they didn't handle it very well but i think toto came out saying like what do i opt for be the baddie on sunday mm. or the idiot in abu dhabi if yeah. it gets taken away from them so you can definitely see why they did it and it's it's just a case of you know should it be legal should it be made a legal team orders yeah. or or should we just stop complaining like f1's not a purest sport as much as everybody wants it to be it's not mm. yeah and i think that's the biggest thing like you can get emotional and romantic about it but ultimately it's a bunch of teams Trying that, to win. that yeah. want to win and they've got a whole bunch of things that they can use to, to get there and team orders are one of them i think in terms of uh, how they dealt with it obviously They'd said turn thirteen, which was a very strange place to let Hamilton through. Anyway, in I my opinion, that, yeah, I thought he just let you know just let off the throttle down turn one and two. Mm-hmm. But um, it, I think it was more that you know Bottas could have easily disguised it more, but he was probably raging in that cockpit. 100%. So he stamped on the brakes. Hamilton was like, look, was five uh, about half a second behind him at one point, and if he'd have just if they'd have just turned Bottas's engine down, mm. 
turned Hamilton's up to pass it, he would have breezed past him on yeah. the straight, and you'd have gone, okay, they've probably done it. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't so mm. wasn't so like obvious, and and then Bottas, you know, Bottas was raging so much that he did that that he he put himself under pressure from Vettel because he'd done it almost too much, and then yeah. Vettel was like six tenths behind him, so. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird that you'd think such a corporation as Mercedes wouldn't have had that conversation with Bottas when re-signing I him. I can't believe they haven't had that. Conversation. You know, it's almost like they've sold him a full stream of you know, if you're winning, you know, fair play or you know. But I mean, how many times have we said about how Mercedes are hiding the fact that it's pretty obvious to them that he's the number two driver? They like, they called him a wingman, and then we're like, oh, but we don't mean like your number like two that. driver. Like we don't mean it like that, yeah. but. I mean, how how much more do you want to hide it? You can't hide it now. Like that that was the defining moment where they said, "You're a number two driver." And I think only having a year contract for me as well indicates that they are keeping their options oh, open. Oh yeah, yeah, he's not going to last. That so long, is he? it makes you know, me think as well. Just that... just be just be real. Just say mm, how yeah. it is. I think that's what people want. I think that's why they get angry with Ferrari team orders when it is a bit like vettel is faster yeah. than you because we all know what it means mm. get out the way yeah vettel, vettel needs to that, win how weird that ferrari are the team this year that are doing not doing it like they didn't they didn't do team orders in austria when they had the chance to swap vettel and kimmy they've had the monza. moment in yeah monza had the moment in uh germany where kimmy was ahead and he was like what do you want me to do and yeah. apparently he'd screwed vettel's tires ferrari are the ones that are like Oh, I don't know. Should we? Shouldn't we? Like and then Mercedes. And yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, let's do it for the fans. Yeah. And then Mercedes are the ones that are like, the second Hamilton was behind Bottas, it was two laps. And yeah. they were on the radio saying, move. I love how they got that uh, that picture as well of Toto actually pressing tactics. And you're like, uh-oh, game over. Yeah. Actually, something I wrote down before we, we came here was it was an interesting uh, moment last year at Hungary when Bottas and Hamilton had swapped positions and then Hamilton let Bottas back through yeah. in the stage of the championship where nothing was wrapped up. Yeah. Like I don't know what the points gap actually became, but it wasn't anywhere near 40 points. So it's weird that... I think that, Vettel might have been ahead at that point. Yeah, even... Yeah, yeah I, I know it was at it's least very, very close. close. Yeah. Um, so it was, it's weird that Hamilton almost accepted it this time and was like, yeah, I'll take the win. You know, I'm near. I'm nearly there. I don't know if whether, whether his mindset was completely different in 2017, but... For me, I find it a very weird comparison when one was a lot more ex- extreme than the other in the, in the sense that Hamilton needed every point he possibly could, yeah. could get. I mean, you, you, you did see, though, like, on the... I mean, for me, the podium was really awkward when he was, like, trying oh, to give God. Bottas the first-place trophy yeah, and stuff. Like and I was like... Well, that, like that was what... Trying. So Ferrari got fined for that because of uh, what happened in 2002. It wasn't the fact that they'd done team orders. It was that they'd messed up the podium ceremony and made a mockery of it that i mean that yeah i was and watching they, that they today pushed, he, i think Schumacher Pam, pushed Barry Kelly onto, onto the podium the top, they gave yeah. him the first place trophy and they got in massive trouble for it and it was super awkward well because like Barrichello was standing on the top step while the german national yeah. anthem was playing yeah, it was weird and it was just like i, I even think like the band started n- like not playing the, the anthem properly because mm. everyone was yeah. just really it's confused just, about what was happening and it just for me it's like yeah okay i understand that you're, whether it's genuine or not, that you're trying to make out that you care about the fact that you didn't win on merit, mm. it's it just smacks of like <clears throat> I don't buy I don't it. like it. I mean, whether you buy it or not, I don't. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been very like he was very subdued, and I mean, I guess it's semi-respectful, mm. but also so, like to to keep pushing it is a bit yeah a bit. yeah. I didn't like that, and it's it's disappointing as well because. 
it fuels not that this is my personal opinion but it fuels people that are gonna shut down hamilton for everything he does it's almost it some people will use it as a way to taint this championship if he wins it well and even though it's been one example i guess you could argue italy as well they use bottas but yeah. um it's one example of team orders now now people will just assume that he's in that Schumacher Barrichello thing for the entire year, mm. which isn't true. And people are going, "Oh yeah, 2018 wasn't that the year that like Hamilton won the title and Bottas let him through?" And yeah, but just, ultimately, I know, yeah. I know Ali jokes with with Matty about how many titles Schumacher should have won or did win fairly. <laughs> Don't you look at me everyone's like that, going Ali. to get so triggered <laughs> with you now. By the way, Ali, um, who who cares? Because most people just remember Schumacher as being the greatest driver of all time. Mm. Yeah. So, yes, okay. Yeah, they okay. do, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you okay, like, we're going to be... We, we, or people that have been watching this, this season might be, oh, my God, but do, don't you remember in 2018 when they did team orders and, oh, he won, oh, it's all down to that. Well, it's, uh, not, it's not. One, it's bullshit. And people will forget, yeah. And people will forget. And he'll, he'll still be a five-time world champion and that is what the history books will remember. And he'll match Fangio who had teammates literally jump out of their car yeah. and let him, <laughs> <laughs> let him That's what I mean. It's part on. of F1. Yeah. yeah. It's always been a part of F1. Yeah. So unless unless the FIA decide that it's not allowed, then it's Which just part shouldn't. of the game. I, I agree. I think take it out, but then you'll have what, take out team orders. Yeah. No, they can't. They Ooh. they banned it before, and it. Didn't I remember, work. and it didn't work because they just found like code words. Alonso, multi uh, multi twenty one. Uh, what is it? Fernando is faster than you. That was the code word. It got it. It was like the same as. Do you remember when they banned team radio messages? Yeah. And yeah. it got to the point where they were like, Nico driving around, and they're like, we can't tell you, or we can. We'll we'll say random code to you. Yeah. I hope yeah. you understand. It was stupid. Yeah. It just makes a mockery of it, really. But I, I guess it's just always going to happen, isn't it? But interesting. So yeah, moving yeah, as as you have uh, for teams sort of orders and stuff at Lily Laser six six six. F one is getting official betting partners soon. With that in mind, will team orders be considered race fixing, and will they need to be banned to prevent claims and maybe even criminal investigations by the various sporting gambling commissions? Yeah, it's going to be a weird one, that, isn't yeah. it? Uh, I mean, obviously, it happens in other sports as well. You can say like boxing and you know that sort of stuff. It it does happen, but. This yeah, when when Mercedes can literally go, right, you two swap. You know, there there could be all kinds of fraud going on. It yeah. just it just it opens it up to like finger pointing, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, so regardless of whether or not it happens or not, like everybody's going to be like, well, what if that was because they've got they've just mm. paid a hundred million pounds or whatever it might be? Yeah, it's just I think I think yeah. how can how can you have it? In yeah, a and, sport uh, and that I, has I saw gambling? it. I know. Imagine like there's all these things like oh, this team needs a hundred million pounds stick a million pounds on <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i don't this, think this be driver <laughs> is going to crash at turn three on lap 52 uh... <laughs> and his left tire will go on to yeah yeah i don't think it'll be that but it won't be that much no. of a fast because obviously no. there'll be lots of parameters put in place to stop that from happening but i think just in general i think i saw a, a uh i think i can't remember who it was from on social media was saying about you know how you know f1 doesn't you know support drinking or anything like that but they'll happily back betting which is still another form of addiction i think it was kate hewitt actually on twitter so yeah. shout out kate but yeah so like it was it was that kind of thing you know when you're like well you know that's still yeah. an addiction and and obviously it's drink driving is obviously combined with the sport but it's still it doesn't really give the sport any more sort of kind of integrity and it's, i don't know it's, it just it feels a bit off for me personally but i guess maybe it's a bit of a controversial isn't it? yeah it is a bit of controversial um 
that's kind of my my thoughts on it. Shall we? Shall we get onto something a bit more? Uh, a bit, well, I was going to say a bit more away from team orders. Still talking about team orders, but more about the Force India stuff as well. Um, well, no one cared about them, did they? That no. Wasn't... Well, obviously that was fine because they're not they're not, not battling for the world championship. Yeah. If it's over fifth and sixth, which happens every race yeah. all the time, you don't notice it. It's it's the fact that it was for a win and yeah. that's what if you think of every time it's happened and i know dan our writer did a listicle about it and it was it happened obviously yesterday it happened in 2010 for hockenheim it happened in 2002 and they're the times that people have been so angry and triggered by it's it been for yeah, the win. because it's been for the win but i guess like with the checo and esteban situation it was because the argument was that that Ocon was slowing Perez down and ruining his race. So he was given the opportunity to then, all right, then if you think you can go faster, go faster. And, and guess what? He couldn't. So <laughs> they, they are, let him back through. They so, are so evenly matched, those two. Yeah, I know. Like, it's Perez crazy. Isn't it? yeah. yeah. They're identical. I think they're on identical points in the championship. They're always trying to occupy the same bit of racetrack. And of course, how many times has this happened where they're on track together and one of them's like, oh, let me through, I'll be able to get him. And they can't. And, they can't. Yeah. and yet one of them's going to be on the grid and the other ways. isn't. Yeah. That just hurts my, hurts my brain, that does. Um, are, we, are we done, do you think, on team orders? Do you think that's, that's covered it sufficiently? I guess, like, let's just put a full stop at the end of it. Should team, order, should team orders be allowed in F1? Oh, oh okay, um, yes. Yes, because it can't be policed. Yeah, I think yes. More, it's more like yes, but I don't want it to exist. No. But it do, will exist, and so, so you stop. may as well allow everyone to have it. Then, oh yeah, multi twenty one yeah. and multi forty two and all that rubbish. Okay, Tommy, your man, your boy. Yes, shock, shock my three word race is about Verstappen. Oh, well, I'm back. Carry on. Uh, so mine is Verstappen is back. Just the fact that he's where did he go? Yeah. His, well, he had a Stop terrible start of the year, and now he's like. He is on it. He's probably passed some slower cars, or (laughs) (laughs) no? He was fantastic. Yeah, he his drive was absolutely ridiculous, and a bit like Singapore, the perfect level of speed and maturity. Mm. The amount of times he could have, uh, if you watch his first lap, the amount of times he could have plowed into the back of another car, Mm. but he waits for certain corners. and then arguably just as impressive as his drive through the field, which was, what was it, 19th to 5th in about five, laps. five six, seven laps. Yeah. Um, almost more impressive was the fact that he managed to be on race leader's pace on oh, old tyres, yeah. setting fastest lap. And it's a shame he had to pit, really, because it would have... It would have been, been interesting just to see him go for the end. Yeah. I think my favourite moment was when um, Hulkenberg came on the radio. And he oh, went, that was brilliant. He went... The Red Bull is in the lead. How did that happen? And I think like, that summed it up really. Yeah. Like I don't think I think everybody he he'd said from Quali that his aim was fifth and he thought that he could get there and he and he but the fact that he did it in five laps and then like led for how many laps did he lead for? He, he led like to about forties. Forty eight, Yeah, like yeah. Which is insane. There's about six laps to go. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, he was on the harder compound tyre. He was on a completely different tyre strategy. But his pace was... But, but his the pace fact that his there. pace was still faster than Hamilton and Vettel was keeping him behind. Mm. I think it also highlights, obviously, Verstappen's pace was great, but also that the Mercedes cannot follow cars to save their life. Yeah. That's like. also true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think Hamilton made, like, our move. 
that was maybe he could Yeah, that was past, a bit dodgy. That went into turn two, wasn't it? That they missed because they were showing Putin. And... <laughs> <laughs> I think we had a question from someone. Um, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. John, Ta- John Tallboy, do you agree the best moment of the race was the director cutting away from Hamilton attacking Verstappen to show a shot of Putin turning up? Yeah. And not just Putin. Bernie. Bodyguard Bernie. Bodyguard. Who looks told like, me... Oh, yeah, old Richard Hammond. <laughs> with a goatee. He if you looks look like at Bernie old now, Richard Hammond. Yeah. Yes. Like he it's, it's he him would in play like Richard Hammond in a movie. Yeah. What is he doing at the moment, Bernie? Um, being Putin's bodyguard, apparently. <laughs> yeah. He was there in sunglasses and a uh, You never suit. see him in a suit, do you, Bernie? You're like, oh, that's, yeah. a bit, that's a bit weird. He's trying to look dapper, but he looked like weird. he just didn't have a shower. Yeah. Just popped a suit on. Yeah, a bit, a bit weird. weird. Yeah. Is he, is he going to try and buy back the sport, do you reckon? Is he lining Liberty up for uh, failure? It's weird, though. FOM love to uh, cut away from the action to... St- Show for a Putin. celebrity and or something. Or Putin, yeah. yeah. As uh, Putin if the people the that were, you know, as if like somebody who had just switched on F1 for the first time oh would have lasted that many laps and then stuck around for Vladimir Pu- Putin. 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 What's the banter that you did about Putin? Wasn't it the uh, uh, Sorokin oh, the being fact last? That there was and... a picture of him just like sat on his own, <laughs> looking really sad. <laughs> was like, Sorokin was last. <laughs> <laughs> Poor uh, guy. We'll get on to Sorokin when we, when we talk about the predictions, Jess. You've got something uh, obviously amazing to, uh, to chat about that. But uh, let's shout out Charles now. Another driver Fair of the race. He what a awesome. man. Qualifying, banged it out. Decent qualifying. Um, I did love the fact that Crofty was very much giving Marcus Ericsson a massive round of applause for getting through Q2 when there was yeah, no, the no one setting time. The Q2 session was a bit, a bit controversial, odd. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Q, yeah, yeah, quick point on that, qualifying. Awkward. Weird, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was weird. It was very odd um, to see no times on the board. And it, it did kind of shout at this end of the season where everyone's getting penalties, something needs to change. Well, Although, or something actually it, yeah. Yeah, that I wanted to mention about Max is um, he saved his engine at the end of that race. I think everyone was hoping for him to put on the hypersofts and just yeah. absolutely go balls to the wall like that. a 2012 era Pirelli where... Someone's going four seconds a lot quicker, and that would have been incredible to watch. But unfortunately, because of these engine rules, he he was like maybe fourth. Well, it's it's fifth or fourth, or save your engine for Suzuka and Mexico, which he nearly won both last year. So like, it's, it's a, a good better point. chance to win. It's a good point. It was a shame. And just sorry, just finally touching on Max, because obviously, like, he had an awful, awful, awesome. That was not a slip of the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> he had an awesome race. I really think he had an yeah, awesome race. Just, I'm really sorry. Like he did have an hell? awesome race. Oh my god! I've literally set myself up yeah. for such a beating. All right. right. Um, I think it was it. Even though he was amazing, it was actually a shame that Ricardo picked up damage because you you don't really get the sense of like comparatively how was, like yeah. how good they are because obviously like Max flew and then Daniel was like. No, no one really knew nowhere. about his front wing damage either. No, it was Everyone like an was afterthought. Like, oh, it was like someone, I think um, I was watching the Channel 4 co- coverage, so I think Karun just came on the radio like as Bottas was pitting going, oh, and by the way, uh, Ricardo is complaining about front wing damage. And everyone's well, like, they changed his, I just thought you were slow. Yeah, yeah, they changed his front wing on like lap 45 yeah. or something. So he'd when gone he, for that yeah. long. But you, you could see, again, like in the, in the interviews, the post-race interviews, it was he was just a bit like, yeah, it wasn't he's really done great, this. Wasn't yeah. He doesn't care. He doesn't but he still care. got to sixth. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Max had him on the on the um, 
start. On the, yeah. on the, I was going on the ropes. I don't know where you were going to go no, with that. No, like, <laughs> Max had him on the start. Like, yeah, he absolutely nailed him, it. didn't he? Uh, where did Danny Rick get the damage? Do we know? Uh, near the start, I think it was. I think it was, was, it was, like it was the or first like. or second lap. Yeah. Um, there was he debris. W- he, he, had drove he drove through it. We actually moved on from Charles, which is terrible. Let's let's go back to Charles real quick. Um, oh, that, sure. move, that move, that move, turn oh three. God. Goodness gracious me! I was there. I was like, <gasps> and on Magnuson, who could have just put him in the wall? He could have. Well, I think the factors of that move is one, it's round the outside of a really difficult place to pass. Uh, he's in a Sauber, so the pace advantage isn't that much on a Haas, and the kind of skill level triples of doing it on Magnussen, who is probably going to put you in the wall if you make <laughs> any kind of mistake. That move was absolutely unreal. Incredible, wasn't it? Like, absolutely. It's one of the best moves in the last five years. Wow, okay. Whoa, I genuinely yeah. can't think of a better move All since. Right, Charles fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely got yeah. up and was like, oh my God, that was amazing. Yeah. I, it was incredible. It was astonishing. And then after that, he checked out. Like He, he was gone. It's kind of he a boring race. He put all of his energy into that move, and then it was like, right, I'm here, that's fine. Yeah, see ya. But he finished best of the rest. Yeah, yeah. he did. Which I mean, where were the Renaults this race? They, oh, yeah. my God, yeah. where yeah, were they? Nowhere. Well, what? Getting they lapped had by the, Verstappen yeah. and wondering how. They had, like, awful qualifying, obviously, where it didn't work out for them at all. And then Science ended up... Where did Science end up? Like, P12? Last. He was like, he had floor damage. He was dead last. That was it, again. yeah. Where did so, Hulk finish? He was near the near the back because he yeah. was running in P7 at one point, but then that was yeah. when he hadn't pitted or something and been yeah. going for ages. But Danny Rick's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, where am I going? And yeah. they ca- they did a, like a a dual post race interview, which I found strange. Like they were both together, and they were just like, yeah, just pace wasn't there this weekend, and it is a bit like, oh god, Ricardo. Like, yeah. yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Oh, fingers crossed, it's they sort themselves out because we're big Danny Rick fans, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. So yeah. We see, um, we see don't want to see teams him. up there. Go to well. the back of the grid, back to his Minardi days, and no. that'd be dreadful. Um, driver of the day. So obviously we've spoken about some some very amazing people uh, just now. Verstappen, Charles being two of them. Um, who would be your driver of the day, Jess? Mm. Oh, Lewis Hamilton. Eat, drink, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> probably going to be boring and say Verstappen. I think it was even you know even though it was, it was only P5, which is what was predicted, and so in that sense of the world it wasn't anything remarkable he led most of the race didn't he i think that's it he led most of the race and he got to p5 within five laps which is just eight laps just to clarify before laps. everyone sorry. goes oh, eight eight laps. Laps. sorry yeah, fine. eight laps fine um before uh, on a track that's where overtaking isn't meant to be great yeah he just flew he just, i just remember looking at that i was like well, he's ninth what <laughs> like yeah. how has this happened it's uh, bad. and it's weird it, i it's i i find i don't know because you're a max Verstappen fan you, you probably analyse his performances more than I do but I feel like whenever he's down the grid that's when he performs the best because he feels yeah. less pressure like I feel like he makes yeah. less mistakes when he when he has absolutely no expectations and it looks like he's yeah. having fun too yeah. Yeah. yeah just sets the AI to easy and then off he goes <laughs> he was ridiculous that race yeah it was good so your drive of the day yeah Charles just misses out I'd say okay he doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't for me uh, Charles 
definitely my drive of the day. Uh, purely for that move. Purely for that tent. <laughs> I mean, any kind of reason to give Charlotte drive of the day. No, obviously Max was amazing and, and fantastic, but I'd like to have seen a comparison between him and Ricardo, an actual direct comparison without the damage. So mm. um, without getting getting a, a clean sweep. If we had two people to choose, it'd be Verstappen and Charles. But I think Charles, that, that move was unreal. And then that just set up the rest of his race to get best of the best of the rest. So. And the fact that Ocon couldn't get past Magnussen as well showed how difficult it was. Yeah, so and then it also he, showed with Ericsson being in 27th place and yeah. about a minute off the pace. So I can't wait for next year. I literally, just, just end this season now, please. Like, I genuinely cannot wait for next year. How do you think he's going to fare against Raikkonen? I was about to say Raikkonen. Vettel. No, <laughs> sorry, yeah, Vettel. Vettel. Who's got, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. What year I, is it? I think he won't be great at the first part of the season. Do you not? No, I yeah. think he's going to win the World Championship. All right. Wow, there you go. First. My, I, I think he'll take a few races just like he did this year against Ericsson. He was kind of getting outperformed the first few races, getting used to Formula One. I think, again, it will take a couple of races. He's going to win. He'll like, take half he'll, a race. Okay, he'll, he'll, he'll win take, in one of his first four races. He'll take he'll FP1 <laughs> to, to get used to it. No, I think he'll take a few races to, to match Vettel, and then and then he'll be then he'll be there. But Anyway, uh, predictions for Sochi. Uh, we had Jess's predictions. Uh, do you remember them? Um, you don't remember one of them. I don't remember one of them. Which was which, an unbelievable prediction. Well, ish. Come on. Ish. It's a technicality. What? It's yeah. probably oh, like happened? a half truth. Wait, why? So I said the Kvyat stand will be replaced. replaced. And it wasn't, it was added. It wasn't, it was added. Was Kvyat still there? Yes. Kvyat was still uh, there. Yeah, it that. was. It's still there. Because I was and watching the Charles move and you could see his face in the corner yeah. watching <laughs> on. Watching, well, obviously, it's kind of like that looming thing because he's like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I cannot believe. His career. I, I think it just like, it just goes to show what turmoil the whole Red Bull driver program is in. The fact that, I mean, you know, Helmut Marco's come out and said The fact that they've got to keep Hartley. <laughs> They've got to keep Hartley and they've brought <laughs> Kvyat back, like, of all people. Ali intense staring. But, but also, it, I saw an interesting point that was it shows uh, why it's good not to burn bridges because mm-hmm. Kvyat could have quite easily stuck two fingers up to Marco and said, bugger off. Yeah. In yeah. the nicest, politest way. And I mean, how instead, many, he's got back. How many? Is there anybody else that's that's been able to come back like that? Like have been demoted and then no, given a second chance. Well, I mean, Not this is technically era. what his th- third chance. Yeah, yeah. So Good dramatically man. demoted down the grid. Not really, I guess. If it, and yeah. I think it just shows that he you know, he didn't go kicking and screaming. He didn't come out with massive sort of news press releases saying this guy's this, this guy's that. He he did take it with as much grace as one human can expect, mm. and and he's got another chance. So. For him, I think it's worked out. I thought it was out. funny that Marco was singing his praises, saying he's a much more mature and better driver now. It's like, by not driving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's well, going to well, torpedo obviously someone. Obviously, he has been with Ferrari, and he's been what, testing what? and developing What's with he Ferrari. playing the PlayStation game? Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, uh, but what I'm saying is, like, it's not like he completely removed himself oh, yeah, from F1. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was, and to be honest, maybe going away to a different team, like Ferrari, which is probably the polar opposite of Red Bull, mm. Maybe that did mature him up. Absolute banter if he torpedoes Vettel at Melbourne. Please. Oh first my race god! Next please year. happen. Please. <laughs> as long as it's not. I Charles. mean, what are you saying? A Toro Rosso is going to be up Anywhere there with a Ferrari. Well, their I brakes did break. fail in there. It's <laughs> 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 a very good point. Uh, so, so okay, we'll give you half a point then okay, so for, point for that, that one, and, and the other one was Bottas will win the race again. So another half point. No. 
that's a zero point. Some, well, yeah, I, technically I, he won. Yeah, technically he should have won. Um, so two technicalities. Two technicalities. Okay. Whatever that means in points. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Tommy. You said Sorokin will get points and do donuts while waving a Russian flag. Close, I mean, so close. I mean, you could have just gone for points and that wouldn't have happened, but you went for donuts and Russian flag, mm. which I guess would have happened mm. had he scored points. He was pretty close. He was 18th. So. <laughs> Only eight points 18, off. 18 eight points? of 18. Eight, eight <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Ferrari will... This one was kind of oh. true. Ferrari will leave Kimi out on his tyres so long he'll have to ask when he's allowed to pit. So I was watching the race and you know how he was the one last to pit? Yeah, and he stayed out for another four or five laps, I think it was. And the team radio icon popped up, and I was like, "It's happening!" And then it was just like, "Come in, Kimmy." I was like, "Oh." You were like, "So I was waiting well, for the." They did yeah. leave him out for a ridiculously oh. long time. I mean, half where was point. He? Half point. I say a half point. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. But where was he this race? They just forgot about. It. I'm pretty sure they just forgot. I think everyone forgot about him. Yeah. I was He's like, "Oh like, yeah, Raikkonen races." There's no Red Bulls. Can we just stay out for as long as you want? Like. <laughs> It's not yeah. going to get third, are you? I mean, come on. We're not yeah. going to let you... You could walk the rest of the race. You would still finish fourth. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for him to go into Sauber where he can do what he wants. What, uh, what were yours, Matty? Mine were track extending will be a problem, which mm, in F1... Of, yeah. Yeah. It was a bad, it was bad, it was bad in, in GP3 and F2. And F2, Big wasn't it? time, yeah. Uh, with just corner cutting and just getting positions uh, at yeah. the start of the race. Uh, so, half a point? Yeah. 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 We're all getting half points. And, and, uh, <laughs> We're well, being actually, very generous to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this one, I don't have to be generous, although we kind of actually were kind of generous when watching the replay. More than three cars will cut the second corner as the first is the slight kink. So, obviously, yeah, the uh, the big we counted breaking th- zone. We three, though. We did count three. More, more than three? Half a point. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I you meant to say three, three or more. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, half a it. point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the fan predictions were uh, Callum Moore, 12, a world championless podium. Absolutely yeah. not. Uh, I love though, when we were trying to work it out, you were like, well, maybe they thought Raikkonen. And I was like, pretty sure he's a world champion Sorry, last Kimi time fans. I checked. Gee, you forgot Kimmy won the <laughs> championship. I mean, easily done. <laughs> <laughs> Jess was like, stole it from Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton um, won that. S666 <laughs> Key. Kvyat announced as an STR driver for next year. Yep. Correct. That's full, a full, full point. That's a full point. Whoa. Yeah, congratulations. Whoa. And Matty Mc91, it'll actually be an, an eventful race, which is not exactly tangible, is it? To, Technicality to, it was. Yeah. It was eventful. It's it a was point. Damn Team eventful. orders. It was eventful. Yeah. And I just want to, uh, before we get onto our predictions for Japan, shout out to the random US Uber driver, which we saw on social media, oh, listening to our podcast. Who was he transporting? He a- was transporting a Mexican F1 journalist and presenter, I believe. Okay. Shout out to that Uber driver. I don't know if you if that In was Austin. just a one-off or, yeah. but that was if you're fantastic. Now, you are a legend, and just let us know your Uber code stop. so if we can made it past 40 can... minutes of pigeon chat <laughs> and you're still here hello <laughs> drop us a message and we'll grab a taxi with you when we're next in america cool all right so predictions for japan my two predictions are verstappen will finish on the podium and there will be at least two safety cars okay i think that's uh, obviously looking at verstappen and it's quite an aerodynamic track japan it's good last year nearly won so yeah, and I'm hoping, you know, that, well, I'm not hoping, well, I can't hope for my predictions that he'll be up there and two safety cars with the fact that it's probably going to rain, which leads us quite nicely on to your two, Jess. It's going to rain. It's gone rain. It's the gone whole rain. time. It's the whole time. Bad. It's going to be a typhoon, time. isn't it? Who's going to measure this? So we're going to have someone on the ground. Uh, <laughs> and it stops. No, sorry, Jess. Okay, for every session. <laughs> okay, every session. Um, including quality and race, it will rain. 
at so some point. It's going to be a full like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. At some point, let's go gotcha. with that one. Right. Then I'm then I'm hedging yeah. my bets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. And obviously, betting's coming into F1, so you need to hedge your bets, right? Yep. Yes. Um, Gamble responsibly. My my <laughs> second one is a bit of a bit of a touchy one, but yeah. I think just because it is Suzuka, I think there are going to be Leclerc and Jules Bianchi comparisons in terms of talking about could Bianchi be where Leclerc is going mm-hmm. yeah um who will make this comparison anyone just anyone there'll probably Could be a fee- they're, they're probably <laughs> on twitter <laughs> <laughs> half a point no i think uh, on, the, on, the, <laughs> <laughs> on the on the on the on tv coverage okay at some point. yeah right. they'll probably do a feature on it when they or something yeah and i oh, it's just it's so sad. tough yeah. i remember, like i just remember it like it was yesterday yeah it's horrible yeah. horrible instant um, but anyway, lighter things, Tommy's predictions. Tommy! Yeah, so I'm going to have Gasly as finishing best of the rest in And seven. not Hartley. Where will Hartley finish, Tommy, as an extra half a bonus point? I he might get a point. <gasps> Do you? I think Torosso are going to be strong. Don't you nod away in the corner over there. They've got a new engine coming. They have, Ali knows. <laughs> I bet they have new, new brakes as well. I love how Ali doesn't keep up with anything else, but he knows they've got a new he engine coming. He knows the upgrades coming. for the Torosso team. <laughs> Only for Hartley, though. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch it, but they got an engine coming. How many, how many engineers in his garage have you befriended on Instagram so you can get the inside? None. None. Not yet. I Not find yet. that strange. I'm friends with Brendan. Yeah, he's directly oh, friends with Brendan from that one meeting you had. Yeah. And Tommy, what was your final prediction? Uh, prediction. This will be a bit uh, harsh on all the McLaren fans, but I think they're going to McLaren are going to do worse than they did with Honda engines last year, which will be which was eleventh and fourteenth to swallow. That would after, be banter. Yeah, but and they finished eleventh and fourteenth, which they take that now. <laughs> they'd be like great result. Yeah, just off the points. I was actually looking at the positions that they were in at the end of last year with Honda and Alonso was he was getting in he uh, got in the top 10 and now for, they're f- for Suzuka last oh. year uh, and now uh, in qualifying in qual- I was going to say in qualifying <laughs> and um, he's 11 and he <laughs> yeah, got in the top 10 yeah. I know maths <laughs> uh, I was like Tommy you're having a brain fart here <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that would be yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd see that prediction coming true so yeah uh, they're not in a good having a good, good time state, are, they? are they it was quite funny wasn't it what was Alonso saying like Oh yeah, there was a team radio from him apparently where um, someone, uh, his team engineer said someone, some midfield driver is catching us and Alonso said something along the lines of I'm 14th, I don't care mate. <laughs> he's I, I, he's I mean, checked out, he's yeah, gone. He's, he's we already we, we were saying like, I almost don't just want him to just oh, like... I just don't want him in a Just give love. Lando Norris the, the, you know, the last couple of races to get used to yeah. the car before he goes it's into it. It's sad, like you don't even know, it, I don't even feel like Alonso's in F1 yeah. now. He's so anonymous, and it's so rubbish that a legend's going to retire, and you probably won't hear anything about it until Abu Dhabi when they go, "Oh yeah, Alonso's retiring now." We'll no, have there'll be a there'll be a big pomp and ceremony. Like I know, I know, Massa no, as Brazil in when once, like but... yeah, like in Abu Dhabi, they won't talk about it until then, probably. I don't know. I always feel like in the closing stages, they tend to do a bit more. He'll have a, a deck chair moment into Lagos oh, yeah. again. One hundred percent. Absolutely, they'll cash in on that. Uh, so our fans' predictions uh, were Lou Scorpio sixty-eight Honda with double point scoring at home. So going against what you were saying, I said um, Harley might get a point. Honda. Oh God, yeah, McLaren up with Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Toro Rosso. I'm like, I'm going Rain back fart. in time. I'm go- yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, Papa Mister F1. Someone will lose it at one thirty R. Highly likely, although they're very, very downforcey. 
Uh, at the moment so uh, yeah and Levicious X it'll rain like crazy again and the teams will all make and race mini boats like last year Which that's the dream yeah they love a mini boat race yeah. I mean that's the best part of the season if I'm honest yeah uh, that would be a highlight uh, so we spoke a little bit about qualifying and <coughs> how it can change, and you were, uh, we didn't actually touch on what it could change too, Tommy, which you've got some news for me. Yes. Uh, this next, just in. <laughs> next year they're thinking about scrapping qualifying and having a mini yes, boat race. Yes, I know it's one minute to go, Ali. That's why I'm on the last point. Carry on, Tommy. They're going to have a mini boat race instead of qualifying next year to decide the grid. And the championship. And the championship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly lost it. I just you got like flashbacks to Radion, actually. <laughs> just like, so, Tommy... <laughs> Um, sorry, yeah, no. Actually, what they're going to do is potentially. have, uh, yeah, potentially is have four sessions because we all love the three sessions and definitely three sessions don't is long enough. Sit on our phones during sessions one and two. We <laughs> definitely don't do that. <laughs> um, the last few minutes, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, they thought let's add one more because it's so fun. <laughs> but I'm and, guessing. I'm yeah. guessing that means that like. <clears throat> Fewer people get eliminated so each the, so round. So the uh, Q4 will be eight cars. What's the point? So it would be, what, four, 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 and... So it'll it be, be it, it Ferrari, would... Mercedes, mm. Red Bull, and then you've got two places, <laughs> so everyone will just save their tyres. So yeah. seventh and eighth won't bother qualifying oh because... My goodness I mean, me. if it was a shootout for, like, top two, sign me up. Like, yeah. that That would be cool. One lap Ten qualifying sessions. No. Why does it have to go up in even numbers? Like, why does each session have to be an equal amount of cars getting yeah. eliminated? Why what? don't you have, like, a mega elimination in, like, round one and just get half the slow Just get the, yeah, just get yeah, them get off get the track. Go home. Don't, why did you even turn up? Like, <laughs> I mean, go do your Division One crap and let's leave the Premiership out on track. Right? <laughs> I'm, I am what? joking. I'm joking. Up. <laughs> Sorry, teams. <laughs> Sorry, um, Hartley. But, like, if you had, like, a shootout between the top two... I would 100% that would, be awesome. would like watch that. Like a one lap shootout. They need, yeah. a one, they need to bring be... back one lap qualifying. You get, you get, um, yeah, what is it? One like, lap qualifying. One yeah. lap qualifying would be absolutely what awesome. What about the one that we had last year? It was last year, the year before? The oh, elimination, elimination qualifying. Elimination qualifying. That was amazing. Yes. Oh, this, this shows like, stop messing but about even, with Even elimination format. qualifying had more drama than four qualifying sessions. Yeah. I mean, obviously I don't want elimination qualifying. But no. I, yeah, I would love like, as you say, like just a, you know, one on one, even like a race. Like they're both on the grid, and they have to race for pole. Like Maybe that they have would to be do it awesome. Like, like a standing start. Yeah. And they have to do a mini race. Like why don't they do like? But, but I mean, I'm not a fan of like race, like races on a Saturday and a Sunday. Running races. But uh, like a like. One, one for the one for pole position would be sick. That would be awesome. Although you you would maybe run the risk of um them damaging each other. Like Good. I could. Like, you, well, they do, they quali- they they do the qualifying races in like GT racing and stuff. That's true. And it it works. What we mean. Dan Wright was saying is if you're going to change it change it dramatically that's not going to do anything I just, it's I going to be rubbish that's what I, I, yeah. what, where are they getting this information from like, and where what do they, they think getting, it's going to do what, yeah what, when, do they, when they sit there and they oh, go Jess is hitting the mic she's, she's getting <laughs> <laughs> Ali's there like oh god <laughs> editing have fun with that hopefully I've not knocked my <laughs> cable out sorry what Jess sorry um no, like, where, where do they get that information? Like, when they sit down and go, right, we need more excitement. Let's put in more but, sessions. Yeah. Like, how, wh- where is the logic? No, it's not and logic. Ask us! Yeah, they think, do they yeah. think we that want... it's going to be a reverse grid? Yeah. Because they add one extra session. No. Like, Mercedes and Ferrari will still be first in every session and finish in the top four places. 
what is adding an extra session going to do? Maybe, maybe. Okay, here we go. Spitballing now. And really sorry, Ali. We're way over time, but I don't care. Um, right. You can't have two two drivers from the same team in that two driver shootout. It has to be. That would be great. It has to be two different teams in the to- in the shootout. So the best driver from team one and the best driver from team two. Yeah. So in this this era, it would be Hamilton and Vettel. Yeah. Because you know how we all want to see like on-track action between the two, but sometimes in races you don't get it. Mm. That's how you inject that it. That would give Van Dorn some FIA, incentive call me to out-qualify Alonso, wouldn't it? But like, got... I, I, genuinely, I, I'd be interested to what other people think as well. Like, how be... how could we spice up qualifying? Think of the inter-team battle if that happened. Would then, be sick. Like, think how hard like Bottas would have to go in Q1 to beat Hamilton, because if not, he's he's... Tenth at best. That would, be that would be incredible. Although the they, the top teams would never agree to oh, that, no, which is wouldn't. unfortunate. But they that would be an choice. amazing, amazing. Huh? They have a choice. Jess has decided. Now. This is Whoa. it. You've signed up to this. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, let us know in the comment Jess section below what Bernie. you guys think. Because uh, that is that. I'd, rock I'd up look... like goatee and sunglasses on, looking like <laughs> Richard Hammond. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to hear everyone's opinions and ideas as well, because. Hopefully, if one will just read the comment section and and get a better idea than four four sessions in qualifying, because I will not watch that. I will I will tune in for Q three if that happens, uh, which I pretty much do anyway. So anyway, cool, brilliant. That's it. Any any final words, Tommy? <laughs> oh, I realised I was going to write something random for you to read out, oh. and then just go, ha oh, ha, you read it out again, but I forgot. Okay. So Jess, anything else to add that wasn't what Tommy just said? No. Okay. Perfect. Alice is pointing at the camera I need to outro to. So thank you so much for watching this uh, Russian Grand Prix slash Team Orders podcast. Let us know what you uh, think in the comment section below. And we'll be back in one week's time Woohoo. for the Japanese Grand Prix. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.